Good evening, fight fans. This is the Rattlegen Broadcasting Network alternative commentary for Chris Colbert versus Hector Luis Garcia, a WBC WBA super featherweight eliminator, because Robert Gutierrez got the uh, unspecified virus of unnamed origin. <laughs> And pantomiming to, to, to my to my on-screen left is your friend and mine from 401mania.com's MMA section and wrestling section now, and the co-host of Damn You Hollywood, Robert Winfrey. How do you do, sir? I do just about okay. Uh, been a decent enough night of fights thus far on the boxing and MMA side, apart from a bit of highway robbery that took place in scotland earlier yeah let's let's come back to that in a second uh i said at the top of the show this is uh, chris colbert he is undefeated in 16 fights this is his 17th fight and the winner of this uh i guess he was the interim super featherweight champion there for uh a touch and he was supposed to fight as i said uh, Robert Gutierrez, but uh, that fight has been pushed off. So the winner of this fight will fight him when he's well enough to do so. In theory. And, and that's where we stand now. Um, real quick, and then we can talk about the highway robbery that took place on ESPN today. Uh, do you know anything about his opponent, Hector Luis Garcia? Also undefeated, just also happens to have three no contests on his record, which is an extreme rarity in boxing. I'm not entirely sure how he pulled that off, but he did it. <laughs> uh, he took this fight on short notice, which is not a thing you see a whole lot of in boxing. If your fight falls out, you tend to just reschedule it. As Mark drinks from a green cup that is the same color as his screen. <laughs> I'm I'm only drinking from invisible cups these days. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, so he took the fight on short notice. It's a step up for him. Uh, he's taking a shot here that he might be able to stop one of the rising kind of prospects that exist in this particular weight class in the form of Colbert. So I don't know a tremendous amount about him, but I also kind of expect him to, I'm not going to say he's going to get blown out of the water. That might be a bit of an overstatement, but I, from what little I know of both gentlemen, uh, I favor Colbert here pretty heavily. Yeah, he's obviously the A side to this, and he's the expected winner. But hey, just because you expect someone to win, uh, unless the fix is in, wink. No, uh, it, it's boxing. <laughs> if you expect someone to win, they're going to win. Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, all right, so the two fighters are entering the ring now. So before we do, Chris Colbert in, with his primetime chicken robe, which is fantastic. And his uh, pink hair. Yes, sir. That is a defining characteristic of his uh, presentation. Just real quick, uh, Jack Catterall took on Josh Taylor for that undisputed title, and most people had it for Jack Catterall. I had it 8-4 to four, Jack Catterall. It ended up being a split decision in favor of Josh Taylor. Um, so, Clucky, Canelo, which joke do we want to go with here? In the end, how about, look, you want to make a joke about this? Let me make a joke for you about that scoring of that. Boxing. Yes, <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> uh, look, Catterall got jobbed horribly. I mean, there was one scorecard that was 117 to 111 mm -hmm. for Josh Taylor, which is so bad. That's utterly indefensible. 
yeah. on any conceivable level. That scorecard was mailed in beforehand, and then you can see the judge at ringside desperately scratching things out as he <laughs> tries to rectify it after the points were deducted throughout a couple of different <laughs> rounds. He's like, wait it's, a minute, this doesn't match anymore. It's utterly ridiculous. That scorecard in particular is shameful. Absolutely shameful. What good does it do them to to job Catterall, though? I mean, I know we're, we're kind of being facetious about it, but, I mean, they were evenly matched guys. There's nothing, I mean, are, are you selling me on this idea that Josh Taylor Taylor is like a kind of Canelo where, oh, he, he's a prized fighter and someone they want to keep the belts on for as long as possible because I don't think that's the case. I think they like him more than they like Catterall. Uh, mm-hmm. I also think he complicated issues by saying he's probably going to leave the 140 pound weight class. Okay. Uh, so who knows? Yeah. But uh, people were not happy on boxing Twitter today. That's for certain. There was a lot of outrage. And again, deservedly so. I mean, there was only one round of all 12 where Taylor outstruck Catterall numerically. Mm-hmm. He was outlanded a total of, um, by some stupid number. I mean, he. Th- I, I like, think it was like, like twice the punches thrown or something more, like that. Uh, right around, like like 50 punches differential mm-hmm. over the course of the fight. It was a, a very large number. Also cut him, also dropped him. Right. Uh, to say nothing of the awful point deduction that was aimed at Catterall for holding where that, that ref, man. You could see the money falling out of his pocket. I don't know if you noticed that on camera. It was bloody. You really could. He looked like he'd been shot. Hey, just a couple of quick things. One, if you are joining us on social media, we see you friends. We see you on the W2M uh, Facebook page. We see you on my history of boxing page and we see you on Twitch and the Rattledge and Broadcasting Facebook. So welcome one and all. Uh, we appreciate you checking out one of the many zillion live streams going on tonight, I'm sure. Uh, who probably started this from the beginning, who've probably been going since I, the uh, ESPN card started. I imagine this one isn't getting a tremendous amount of attention. Uh, you know, people are here, people are watching, and we say welcome. We we certainly No, no, no. I mean, there are no, I imagine there aren't a lot of other live streams. Like, I'm sure no. people are here. Maybe only a um, half a zillion tonight. Anyway, we have a comment section. Uh, if you're on Facebook yes. or if you're on Twitch uh, or YouTube, for that matter, Go ahead and leave us a comment if you've got if you just want to express your outrage at the Josh Taylor score or what you scored it for. We'd be happy to address them as the fight progresses tonight. We are still doing ring introductions here. A couple of more quick hits uh, unrelated to greetings and salutations and welcoming our can guests. We, can we talk very briefly about the first fight on this card? Because good lord, that was uh, that, that was, was quite the slobber knocker. That was all the brain, like all the brain damage. <laughs> Forever. I was, I was, I, I, was dis- I was distracted, and then what was distracting me, I had to look away from because I'm like, oh my god, I, 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 I grabbed my wife. I'm like, this man's throwing that other guy a beaten, and then he it lost. Was, <laughs> it was like, a g- great fight, great was, fight really, between. Uh, I assume you have the names up because I, I can never remember the uh, Filipino gentleman's last name. Get it real quick. Um, but uh, the second fight there, the Victor Postal fight. They um they stopped it and Victor Bad Postal, stoppage. Yeah, I was gonna ask you like I that didn't he didn't seem like I mean he was circling and he was getting hit but he didn't look like he was out on his feet. I'm not entirely sure why they stopped it. No, um, I I did not care for the stoppage and I think that was a bad call by the ref. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a uh, Yerwin on on okay A N C A J A S. How do you pronounce that? 
Um, Gerwin, I can't remember. Uh, J's or H's. Uh, I believe it was Ger. Uh, it's not Gerwin. It's Ger. Uh, Gerwin and uh, Anakis. Okay. And I believe it was Hector Martinez was he was his opponent. Yeah. Uh, Fer- Fer- Fernando Martinez. Fernando, Fernando Martinez. He's from yeah. Argentina. Right. Yeah, that fight, man. Every other fight in boxing has an uphill climb for fight of the year after that thing. That was... <laughs> that was pretty phenomenal. All right, we are great. underway here in round one of 12 in this WBA Super Featherweight Eliminator. And his hair is not pink tonight. It's blue. Oh, right, as... right, right. It's normally <laughs> pink. This is blue for um, autism awareness. Sweet. All right, so Garcia, he's in the fight so far. Um... He's standing toe-to-toe with Colbert. Both of these guys are flicking jabs out there. Good right there from Colbert. Yeah, Colbert's got some really good hand speed. Uh, he's mm-hmm. also got... He's awkward. He's a bit of a switch hitter. So while he opens orthodox, he will go to either stance depending on what he necessarily thinks he sees out of his opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also expect Colbert to be a little bit more fleet of foot of the two. A little bit more given to you know utilizing the footwork and how that can help him win. Right now he's a little flat, uh, and I'm wondering if he's staying flat to draw Garcia into a bit of a firefight so that uh, he can evade and return fire. That he's Could quick be. enough on that he's quick enough on his feet um, to be to be able to avoid uh, evade and counter punch. We have a question on Facebook: Who won the Russell Postal fight? It was, in fact, Gary Antoine Russell with a uh, uh, 10-round TKO. And yeah. as we said, a bad stoppage. Bad, I bad think, stoppage. To be clear, I think Russell was going to win anyway. I had him up on my scorecard. Mm-hmm. So just for the record, I don't think that was a – I don't think that was an attempt to save him from a, from a deserved loss. I think he was probably going to get the decision. Uh, but, yeah, not, not a great stoppage. Not a great stoppage by that ref. Yeah. Um, you see already, uh, you know – Colbert doing a bit of stance switching. I'm not sure which stance he's going to prefer. He might prefer the closed stance, so that would be southpaw to southpaw because Garcia, Garcia, good, Garcia just landed a good left to the body. He's been doing that a lot. Anytime Colbert goes orthodox, he's been swinging that left to the body, so I expect that'll continue. That's just Garcia's, something he's been looking at. Garcia has been putting steady work in in this round. I like what he's doing. He's looking, you know, he's looking for some openings on Colbert. Again, Colbert using his speed and uh, light-footedness to move around the ring. He's also got, uh, again, both men have fairly fast hands. We're talking about a, a weight class where that's a little bit more common. We're at super featherweight here, I believe. The friends in Facebook have some money on this fight. If uh, <laughs> if Garcia wins, they, they, they'll they make some dough. So, hey, you know, here's, here's hoping. I don't have a dog in this hunt. This isn't I mean, Tyson. I, this isn't Tyson Fury, Dillian White. I don't really care who wins. I'm just here for the fun. You don't care who wins between Fury and White either. Don't kid yourself. I want no. I I do have a dog in that in that uh, hunt. Mark. Uh, okay, I'm gonna make a terrible joke, and everyone's just gonna have to forgive me for this. Mm-hmm. But given your insistence that you want to see an undisputed four belt heavyweight champion in your oh, lifetime, yeah, Dillian White wins and then runs away with the belts. In, no, in, 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 deliberately. No. Hmm. Look, do you know how badly the the world does not want an undisputed heavyweight champion in the four belt era? Um, we have a question here. Who's in the scorecard, Colbert or Garcia? Uh, okay, cool. Thank you guys. Th- uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah, you know, look, 
Uh, yes, as much as I want to see Usyk versus Tyson Fury, and then I can, and then I can go and no, no, no. live deliberately. No, no. I, I'm serious <laughs> about this. Do you want to know how badly the world does not want the unified heavyweight champion? Oh, I get it. The, the, the... Putin invaded Ukraine to stop <laughs> it from happening. Okay, but, boo! See, Told I was going to make a terrible joke. You, you succeeded. I, I have the applause clip. Now I need one of people booing. Just need to boo this man, man. That's the classic. There you go. I'll work on that. Uh, first round. So again, first round. Um, probably might edge towards Garcia, but that was my thought. But I mean, Garcia by a hair. Yeah, like I, I don't. That might even be more of a ten. Okay. Gar Garcia is turning honest. up the aggression here. He just drove Colbert into the ropes, uh, punching him the whole way. He is picking up the pace. Yeah, he's he, getting I, very aggressive this round. I wonder if he's worried about his gas tank. Uh. If he's going to be this aggressive this soon into the fight, I wonder if he's thinking he might have... I wonder if he's trying to build either an insurmountable lead or go for a stoppage because he's concerned about his gas down the... Uh, and, and to be clear, he took the fight on three weeks' notice. Wouldn't shock me if he knows he's not in 12-round fight shape. Right, yeah, he might be looking to put this away early. To reiterate, we think that Garcia won the first round by a nose. All right, right now they're in the phone booth, man, and... and Colbert's covering up, but he's returning fire. It's just Garcia is all punches right now. Like he is throwing combination after combination. He's attacking the body. And Colbert is looking for a big counter, and he's not hitting the target. Not yet. Uh, I imagine that the volume of Garcia at the moment is kind of throwing him off. I, I tend to think this will start swinging towards Colbert the longer it goes. But the phone booth fighting does seem to favor Garcia at the moment. All right, uh, so I want to point something that's that's been happening here. Garcia threw a series of right and left hooks, and Colbert blocked a lot of it and then laughed him off. Like literally, yeah, just like ah, yeah. Colbert's doing a bit of the uh, the Mexican style here. He's coming in with a high guard. He's inducing a lot of action from Garcia and gambling that Garcia is going to punch himself out a little bit here. That seems to be a bit of the strategy at the moment. They're pretty evenly matched. This has been a good back and forth fight so far in the second round. Yeah, Colbert seems to be, again, almost kind of giving it away in order to both tire Garcia out and gain a little bit more information. He he clearly does not sweat Garcia's punching power. At the moment, no. Uh, he's not overly concerned about it. Uh, I appreciate Garcia's body work, but he's yeah. not doing too much to trouble uh, Colbert at the moment. Big left hand there from Colbert as they broke uh, as they broke away. We're in the second round, by the way, second of twelve. Yeah, Colbert is start Colbert's starting to find more of the holes in Garcia's defense as the round goes on. Mm -hmm. You can you can see his counters starting to sneak in around again around the guard. They're timed a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, prolonged phone booth fighting like this will probably favor Garcia to the extent that he's able to keep up the punch count. Which remains the—that's going to be the big question mark for him—is does he have the gas for this? That is the end of round two. Ooh. Colbert started. Colbert started to land at the end of that round. Uh, mm -hmm. I might actually favor him in that round if we're talking quality of work. Yeah, I don't. The, the thing of it is, is Garcia threw a lot, a lot of volume, but a lot of it got blocked. Look, if you look at the replay, Garcia is punching directly into Colbert's guard. Those are coming right off the glove. Yeah. I'm going to lean toward, I'm going to go with Colbert for that round. So we're going to be 19-19 after In the two. replay that I just saw, he hit him with a, in, in all of those punches, he hit him with a clean left. Yeah, 
Garcia is throwing, uh, just, you know, like buckshot and hoping that a couple of pellets land is kind of his strategy at the moment. You know, I mean, he hits him on the button in just the right way. This, this, you know, our man could make some money. So yeah, I, I just hope you're not gambling anything that actually matters on it. <laughs> How am I getting to work tomorrow? I'm sorry, I bet the car. Um, all right, round three. As we and Colbert comes out, just fist of flying. Yeah, he's the one storming the battlements now. Yeah, and Garcia beat him off though. Did you see that little uh, shutter, shutter step back like he had lost his balance? Uh, it's one of the. I think it's one of the more uh, consistent issues in Colbert from what I've seen. His footwork is not the best, and when I talk about his footwork, I mean just his foot placement. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not uncommon for him to be caught a little bit out of position given how he attacks yeah. and what he does with his feet. So, so at I, this point, that's a, though, bit more, that's a bit more about positioning and balance than it is about power. So I'm wondering why he's still not doing a little bit more circling, a bit more evading. He's still kind of just sitting in front of Garcia, letting Garcia uh, ex- expend himself. Which we talked about is only going to go is only going to work so well and go so far. Um, I'd actually I'd I'd like to see him make Garcia chase him a little bit. Uh, he might also not want to use up too much of his own legs for a twelve round fight. Mm-hmm. So it could be something like that. Yeah. The other issue is you know, you you move around to establish something to draw your opponent in. If he's if he's not too, if he's not sure he can draw Garcia into anything, then what he's doing now is actually a better use of his energy than a tremendous amount of dancing. Mm-hmm. And Colbert now doing again doing a little bit of the rope dope here, like yeah, come on and hit me. Again, I, I I said it before, and it bears repeating. I don't think he is at all concerned about Garcia's punting because Garcia's Garcia has planted and wailed on Colbert. A couple of times over these three rounds so far, yeah. And Colbert has just walked through it. You see, you see them now Garcia, in a firefight, and Colbert is just winging punches back at him. Yeah, Garcia is going to have to land something that Colbert doesn't see coming if he wants to hurt him. I don't think. I think anything that he can see and brace for the punching power of Garcia in and of itself is not going to be the biggest problem. It's going to have to be well timed, well placed, and again catch Colbert by surprise. Good shot to the body there from Colbert made Garcia question his life choices. Yeah. Uh, Colbert does has been doing that a little bit backwards this fight. He's been doing a lot of upstairs work to set up the body more than vice versa, mm-hmm. which is fine. Again, you can do that either way as long as it's effective. We are in the last 30 seconds of round three. And Colbert is starting to kind of have his way with this fight. I mean, Garcia's in it in his game, and I applaud his gameness. Mm-hmm. But... This is rapidly getting away from him. Uh, the jab of Colbert's giving him problems. All right, that is the end of round three. And I think Colbert won that one pretty pretty securely. Pretty handily, yeah. Yep. Um, so at the moment, 29-28 Colbert. I should get something. I'm going to bring up a notepad here just so I can keep track and not have to do math. So they're showing the current champion at 130 pounds, and Shakur Stevenson's the WBO champion. We covered that fight earlier uh, late last year. Oscar Valdez is the WBC champion. And we will be covering that fight, Dan Lasby and I, when it um, 
I think it's at Madison Square Garden, as I remember correctly. Uh, uh, which fight? End of April. Um, Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, that's def- that's an ESPN, ESPN Plus fight, and that is sun- Saturday, April 30th. So, presumably, I will be covering that one with Dan Why why did I think we were at 140? Oh, I, I know, because we were talking about... Because we got talking about the uh, the Josh Taylor fight, and he fights at 140. He was leaving at World yeah. 130 tonight. My apologies. Uh, yeah, we are beginning round. Bad, we are beginning round good, four here. At 130 is a pretty good weight class. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Sakur Stevenson fight. I think that'll be a good one. I know he's a, not your favorite fighter, but I, I, I like He's him. one of the more... He, he's a very gifted technician. Yeah, especially sure. defensively. You've also got Ogawa out there who can throw a serious monkey wrench into everything. Uh, he's a mm-hmm. guy that's getting overlooked by a lot of people. And I'm not saying I'd pick him to beat Shakur Stevenson, but I I think that would be a closer fight than most people would think. All right. As we get into round four here, uh, Garcia still trying to land that right hook to not much avail. No, They're tied he's... up against the ropes right now. Yeah, Garcia started to overswing his punches. Uh, some of that is uh, Colbert's defense coming up, so he's able to read them and and move, so then he looks like he's overswinging. And some of it is he's getting a little bit desperate and is starting to really swing his punches. So uh, one of the deficits of Garcia's attack so far is he is unable to get Colbert to drop his defenses. So again, he's throwing a lot. But everything lands on the shoulders or on the gloves. He's not landing a lot of clean punches, and Colbert is, and that's the difference. Yeah, the one of the ways you can try to get a guy's guard down when he's doing that, I mean, there's a few ways. Some of them are a little bit dirtier than others, but that doesn't mean you can't get away with them. If you you can hit someone's glove. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go visual for this, so I apologize to the audio-only contingent here. But if your hands are up, you know, traditional kind of guard – you can kind of do almost a hammer fist to the mm. to the glove. So if I'm here and I can kind of hammer fist this down, I can bring the guard down and open up a punch. If you're a little bit dirtier, you can do that with more of a grab and pull rather than a smack. And with- really the way to go about it is body work. Because if you yeah. if you get them up here, go to the you right. and he's fighting in almost reverse because he keeps going, he keeps headhunting. And I and but then never attacks the body, which is ridiculous because if you're going to go after the head, you want to get that high guard up so that way you can get a clean shot in the body and maybe get yourself a body shot knockout, knockdown. And he's yeah, not Gar- doing any of that. Garcia's body work, he's been trying it on occasion, but it's its almost uh, perfunctory. Mm. It's like he gets to the end of a combination or whatnot, and he's drilled that I end this with a body shot, but right. he's not really committing to it or trying to right. use it in any sort of meaningful way. No, there's no mustard on it. It's sort of, it's, as you said, it's perfunctory. You know, it's part uh, of that it, said, it's, it's part of the, the combination drill. When they actually clinch up, Garcia mm-hmm. seems to be doing okay, though. He might have an edge in pure physical strength. Saw some red there on Garcia. I'm wondering if he's cut. Uh, that are being marked up. I mean, they've mm-hmm. been. This round has been a lot more fighting in the clinch, and in closer proximity. So you're going to get the heads rubbing together a little bit more often, mm-hmm. and you could easily just get some abrasions going that way. So in part of the replay there, they show the low blow there from Colbert, which they were they were just both kind of hunched over. They've both punches. yeah, they've both gone below the belt a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it was a fair call by the ref to warn him for it. So, uh, so better better round for Garcia there, all things considered. I more again, if we're talking pure quality of punch, it goes mm-hmm. to Colbert. But if we're but there was enough quantity from Garcia to maybe offset that a little bit, so we could be thirty eight thirty eight. Uh, so just uh, as we go through the fight, I will tell you what more else we're doing uh, in between rounds. Next fr- next, after you're done seeing the Batman, come check us out on ESPN. We'll be covering the Jose Ramirez-Jose Pedraza fight. That'll be myself and Dan Lansby. And then if you like the written word, Robert will be covering the next UFC pay-per-view, which is our man, Colby Covington, versus the the, the BMF himself, Jose Masvid- um, Jorge Masvidal. And if you like the audio format, myself and Dan Lasby will be covering it uh, over here on the Rattle Legend Broadcasting Network. So uh, two good fights coming up this weekend as we get into round five. Uh, The co-main event for that UFC pay-per-view also uh, is the fight between Rafael Dos Anjos and Rafael Fiziev. There can only be one Rafael, apparently. Uh, which, which was supposed to be the main event of not tonight's card, but the card mm-hmm. last week that wound up being headlined by Jamal Hill and Johnny Walker. It's a darn good lightweight fight. Rafael Fiziev is coming on, and Rafael Dos Anjos is still a stern test for anybody uh, at 155. We are one as minute down see, in round five here. As we see Colbert getting back to work here a little bit more, uh, fighting a bit more distance. He's starting to snipe a bit more effectively. So his, that's that's working demeanor, in his favor. The demeanor in his face has changed. He's not kind of just kind of brattly sticking his tongue out at Garcia. He is looking. He he is considering his options as he throws combinations. He is looking for a way in. He is uh, not not necessarily taking Garcia more seriously, but now he is he seems more focused. His defense is also uh, becoming a bit more of a problem for Garcia. More, more accurately, I suppose Garcia's lack of defense mm-hmm. is allow is kind of letting Colbert pull away, because pretty much any time Colbert really commits to throwing, he's landing a good chunk of what he's throwing, <clears throat> and it's it's becoming a real issue for Garcia, who's struggling to reliably find the target. Yeah, Garcia is kind of relying on volume to overwhelm Colbert and maybe uh, confuse the judges about what's going on. Well, judges are easily confused, and it's entirely possible that he might be winning more rounds than not because the judges are scoring on punches that touch the body and aren't actually landing in the traditional sense. No, Colbert, we're starting to see show a little bit more of the razzle-dazzle here. He's starting to do the combinations and then pivot, uh, which is something you do once you really start getting a feel for your opponent, when you can start pivoting and dancing around them like that. He's not he's not consistently fleet of foot, but when he decides to commit to it, he's, he's clearly so, moving around Garcia. There against the ropes, Garcia went jackhammer on Chris Colbert, and Chris Colbert just blocked it all, laughed him off, and hit him back. Yeah, and that almost screams of desperation from Garcia. To what to to your point, you were talking about like he might be trying to get by with overwhelming volume and not quality. And that last sequence there, he unloaded on Colbert, but there was not a tremendous amount of affected landed punches. No, not much. And again, I I I do wonder the degree to which he's concerned about his gas tank a little bit. And again, taking a 12-round fight on three weeks' notice, you know, not going to blame the guy, but 
infamous Chris Weidman, who had to fill in as a late as a late call replacement that night, ate a scoop of peanut butter for dinner. I'll never forget that story. That's certainly a story. Uh, the problem with what Colbert's doing is he is leaving a fair amount of faith in the hands of the judges. Uh, frankly, you could argue that um, you could argue Garcia took that last round too. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I mean, you can again. Colbert's corner is telling him you need to stay off the ropes. Quit giving him excuses. Yeah. Uh, we I- I'm going around- to. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards Garcia for that one. So 48-47 Garcia after five on my scorecard. We are in rounds. We are 20 seconds into round six here. And we're seeing, okay, see, now we're starting to see uh, Chris Colbert move around the ring a bit. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting more mobile. I don't know if his game plan was a little bit of, you know, letting, letting Garcia kind of wear himself out just to touch in those first, the first half. Well, we're now in this. We're now at the halfway point, but you, you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. And now he's gonna he's gonna up the the cardio output that Garcia is gonna have to use, which is smart because again, Garcia was all Garcia even at half speed uh, for Colbert was having a hard time catching him. Yeah, and especially if Colbert's able to start getting his jab going as he's circling, that's gonna be a real problem for Garcia. Especially since Garcia tends to come in with a bit of the kind of the stone wall, the Philly shell, that lead hand mm-hmm. low, and if you're able to jab effectively uh, into that de- into that defensive posture, it can be a real asset, either baiting out counters or just kind of keeping him at distance. Starting to think that there's some frustration setting in for Garcia. One would imagine he's thrown the kitchen sink at this guy mm-hmm. and hasn't really been able to make him say boo. Yeah. See, right now, Colbert's and just yeah. in the corner and making Garcia miss him. And landing good counters. Again, his jab has started to start coming alive. And Garcia, again, you can tell the frustration's building. There's a couple of times he's done the Michael Myers thing this round. Mm-hmm. Hands down, walk forward, a bit squared up. Yeah. He's he's running out of ideas pretty rapidly. Look at that body movement from Chris Colbert. You see the way he moved his torso to evade the punches? Yeah. He's he's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason he it's not just his self-promotion and the attitude. Mm-hmm. He's really good. There's a reason people are getting behind this guy. Uh he that said, I agree with his corner in the sense that you need to you do need to get on the offense a little bit yeah, more. I mean, we might need to hit the gas a bit. You might feel perfectly safe here covering up and then slipping as Garcia tries to unload on you. And that's all fine and dandy, but we're halfway through a fight and <laughs> you might be down on the scorecards. So how about we kind of make this a little bit more emphatic? So I hate to repeat myself as we do these things, but we're seeing a lot of more of the same here from Garcia. Garcia punching into Colbert's gloves, getting frustrated with himself, and then the then the round's over. Uh, Garcia did land a pretty good left there around the 22nd mark. And Colbert, anytime Colbert actually gets hit, he decides to fire back, but he's he needs to be more consistent with his offense. I mean, he's got all the he's got most of the talent. I shouldn't say all the talent in the world, but he's got he's clearly got the ability. But there's a 
there's some decision making going on here that I'm not sure I fully understand. I mean, that said, I think he won the round, so we'd be 57 57 at this point. For six. Yeah. Okay. At least on my card, for whatever that's worth. I mean, we see here Garcia landing some combinations. They break out of the pocket on the replay. The week after next, uh, no boxing coverage for uh, a week. The uh, I will be working when the one card is during the day, and then I'm not doing anything at night. Though there is a UFC fight. Santos and Achr, uh will be... Uh, <laughs> Cover, no, 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 fighting. no, no. You have to actually make an attempt to say that gentleman's last name. Ankalaev. There you go. There he is. However, you that's know a who good, That's a pretty relevant fight for light heavyweight, actually, in the, in the MMA space. <laughs> Ankalaev's a guy that a lot of us have kind of looked at and said is a, a future player in that title division, in that title picture. And if he beats up on Tiago Santos, who annoys me for a variety of reasons, uh, I'm not going to complain. Did you see they announced the heaviest fight in the history of boxing, Thor versus Eddie? They announced the date for it and everything else. I'm just waiting to see what platform it's going to be offered on. Well, considering that Triller seems to have lost somewhere in the neighborhood of $800 million mm -hmm. since its inception, uh, I'm going to guess not there. All right. So we have a question of who's winning. And on Steve Farhard's uh, scorecard, we have Garcia, 59 Colbert 55. You had a 57 57. I'm fi yeah, I'm 57 all. Uh, that said, I I can see where Farhood would get that again. Garcia Colbert has not done himself any favors with some of his decision making, just letting Garcia kind of wail on him. And even oh. though it's not landing all that consistently, it still looks bad. Well, now we're at the we're past the halfway mark at this point. And Colbert if, seems if, to if, be if whatever his, whatever his strategy was in terms of kind of sitting in front of Garcia and daring him to hit him. He needs to now change it. Yeah, we, for, some, the, for some we, reason, Farhood has only given uh, Colbert the third, which oh, I don't agree with at all. And we have a knockdown. Who's winning? Currently, Garcia. Yeah, that's a little bit... Uh, Ooh, again, he looks of, disheartened, man. Well, one of the things we kind of mentioned was that uh, Colbert Colbert's feet aren't always in proper position. Right. So and I, you could see that play into that. I mean, it's a legitimate knockdown. This is not me trying to cast dispersions on right, that. Right, but he but he might have been able to brace for better impact had his feet been yeah. under him completely because it looked like because it looked like he got hit and then got off balance and fell backwards. And um, look, that that's why your stance is there. It's there to catch you when you get right. hit because you're in good. Yeah, he just was coming in a bit too aggressive. His feet weren't where they were supposed to be. Okay, so I mean, again, even, perfectly you, legitimate knockdown. Let me be okay, clear. I'm gonna about go ahead that. and tell you that Colbert got legitimately shook because now he's trying to suplex Garcia. Oh yeah, he's again. That was a legitimate knockdown. Again, if his feet are under him, maybe he doesn't go down, but he got hit clean. Mm -hmm. And Garcia is coming after this now, man. Oh yeah, and he wants to finish it. This is not. This is now the third go that he's had at Colbert, where he just started wailing on him. Yeah, he is. He is just swinging for the fences. I mean, and, and yeah, yeah. Well, again, look, you want to yeah. know who you want to know who's winning the fight. Well, I can tell you who's losing. The first guy to go for a double leg, and Colbert <laughs> went for the double leg. Did you see him stumble bumble across the ropes? Yeah, Gar he he. Garcia his legs is, are not under him. No, they are not. Garcia has him in all kinds of trouble. Yeah, no. Look at his eyes. They say no sale. Yeah, that that punch, man. It may have broken his spirit. 
uh, almost okay. I'd almost left, say straight left hook right on the button. And yeah, no, it's he stumbled back and then and then lost his balance. Here it is again. Boom. Yeah, right in the yeah, right in the jaw. That and was he uh, saw stars and went down. Yeah, that if you want an example of how you can of how that type of punch can be absorbed more safely you still get knocked down but you absorb it more safely uh the one knockdown that jorge linares got on uh vasily lomachenko came off of a similar kind of setup you had lomachenko coming in on an angle that he just was a little bit lackluster about and linares just caught him and knocked him backwards he still went down but he his feet were enough under him that he didn't take all of the punch when he's essentially half in the air jumping <laughs> right so after that, we are now, I would be on my scorecard, 67-65. I mean, unless Colbert turns it around, he's comfortably ahead, Garcia. We might see an upset here, and my man's about to get paid. Yeah, um, Gar- Gar- Garcia, Colbert's probably going to need a finish at this point. Again, I've I've been probably about as generous with my rounds as anyone could be. Yeah, Steve Farhood's got it, 69-63, to 63, Garcia. Oh, big right hand there from Garcia. And Garcia just... Okay, so Garcia unloads on Colbert. But again, he's not... There's no opening for him to unload like that. So again, he unloads into Colbert's gloves. Yeah, he's not been all that judicious with his punch selection or his targeting. And he's kind of gotten away with it by virtue of some of Colbert's... uh, eccentricities idiosyncrasies Mm -hmm. i wish he would switch it up and start going for the body a little bit more we are yeah he could do some good work we are currently around eight of 12 and colbert yeah when colbert throws back at him when they start throwing together he gets into a little bit of trouble uh garcia started to find his chin when he induces colbert to try and counter him and yeah, Colbert. Colbert's legs at least seem under him again. He's moving a little bit better. He's not stumbling around the ring. I think he's got OnlyFans written on his shorts. Yes, he, he does. Hot you damn! Didn't, you didn't notice that? <laughs> I'm just now noticing that he's sponsored by OnlyFans. God, I love boxing. Or he has one. Either way. Hey, sometimes you gotta sell pictures of your feet to make rent. You know the deal. Uh, No, I don't, actually, <laughs> but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so Garcia <laughs> Garcia is just kind of he is just chopping away at this fight, man. It's well, sometimes his sometimes the axe is a little bit dull and he's not quite getting through the trunk of the tree, but he just will not be deterred as far as swinging. He is just still going away at it. So we have a betting question here for you. I'm actually going to put this one up on the board. All right. uh, they want to know a plus ten odd, hundred ten odds on the fight goes uh, the distance. Should he take it? Oh, plus one ten. Yeah. On it going the distance, and we're at the eighth round. Uh, to answer the next question that we have here, he's yeah. got the advantage in the score. It's Garcia by a leg. Garcia. Yeah, Garcia by a fair margin. Garcia yeah. should have a pretty serious edge in the scoring. If you can get plus money after, if you can get plus money when we reach the eighth round on it, going the distance is probably a decent bet. I mean, again, I wouldn't bet anything that I wouldn't bet money that has to go to something that matters. But if you've got money to throw around, yeah, Garcia started pivoting around Colbert at this point, and mm-hmm. again, that's kind of a tell about who's got a better feel for what's going on. Colbert right. swinging in the clinch, though. 
Colbert needs to switch his game plan up going forward. And he need at this point, now he needs to use his he speed. He probably needs a knockout. Well, he definitely needs a knockout, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he now needs to use his speed to beat Garcia to the punch. Um, he needs to be moving enough to find angles, to find clear shots on Garcia. And I bet he will, because Garcia, while he doesn't look totally guessed, I mean, he looks tired. And as he would he is, be. He is definitely the more fatigued party, and part right. of that is his activity rate. The man, like I said, he's been swinging that axe mm. all fight. Uh Part of the other problem that Colbert ran into there, and this led into the knockdown, was he he's not really using proper angles when he tries to enter. Mm-hmm. And when he came in on kind of a straight line, he got he got cracked. And he's not really been able to kind of induce Garcia into being a bit sloppier on offense. Some of the stuff that he was doing earlier that was working as far as setting up his counters is not quite working the same anymore. And, I mean... Colbert could still mathematically win a decision here. We're only into the ninth, but he's got to not only win every other round remaining, he's probably got to score at least one ten eight, if not two. Mm. And if he drops this round, he is going to need a stoppage. So for the record, after eight, I would be personally, it would be 77 to 74 for somebody, Garcia. Somebody asked again if Victor Postal lost. Yes, he lost no. at two minutes, 31 seconds via TKO. Uh, it was a referee stoppage in, in the, the 12th. 10th round. 10th round. 10th, 10th. Not, not a title fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, bad stoppage, but he was probably going to lose that one anyway. Uh, he was yeah. behind on the scorecards. But, you know, he probably overperformed relative to expectations. So, you know, God bless the old warhorse still out there doing it. All right, as we get back in here, uh, we're at a minute and 30 seconds of round nine of 12. And <laughs> did you see that? though? So, so Garcia landed on the nose some soft punches. And even at that, Colbert got a little jiggly-legged. Yeah, he's his confidence. I think as much as physically as he was physically rattled by that punch that dropped him, I think it dealt a serious blow to his confidence. And if you're a front runner and a confident fighter like Colbert is, once that gets gets rattled, if you've never had it happen to you before and it starts happening on the biggest stage, suddenly your eyes get big and you lose composure in a hurry. I feel legitimately bad for Colbert. I mean, he was going into a title fight here and now he's that that is slipping through his fingers. Yeah, he's going to he is probably going to lose this fight if things keep going this way. I mean, Garcia's almost outlanded him 2-1 to one in headshots alone. And Colbert's lack of body work means that by the... I think if we were to look at the total punch counts, Garcia is way ahead. Yeah. I want to say the last stat they threw up, Colbert had landed like 0 of 11 of whatever it was they were uh, showing at the time. And Garcia now backing Colbert into the ropes and into the corner. And... All those clubbing strikes that are still being blocked are starting to... I think they're starting to wear on the arms of Colbert. Mm-hmm. His punches are coming a lot slower. Um, we had a question here uh, on our Facebook... One of our Facebook pages. We have three of them for this. Does uh, Colbert have a chance to win if he doesn't get the KO? What do you think, Robert? A chance? He needs at least two knockdowns. And as we come to the end of the ninth, I tend to think at this point he does need the knockout. Like right. he, he probably needs a stoppage. I think he dropped the ninth. He came alive towards the end of it, but 
I still think that last round was a round for Garcia. So, All right. so where we're standing right now as we go into round 10, Garcia is up on points with a fair enough margin that if he that, that if he um brings us to a decision, he should win comfortably. Yeah, via, you know, unless yeah, we have Canelo cards or Clucky. Personally, I'm 87-83 Garcia now, so yeah, 87 83 sounds about right to me. That again, that's where I am. You might have it, could be not. I wouldn't be shocked at 98 to what would that be? All right, round 10. Uh, sorry, my math is off because of the point deduction. Uh, yeah, Colbert needs a knockout at this point. Uh, he, I think he's past the point of numerically being able to win a decision. That's got to be a, a, a real blow to your confidence, don't you think? One would assume, especially if you're a very <laughs> confident fighter. And again, one of the things Colbert has in spades is confidence, is presentation. All right, we have a firefight here in the middle of the ring. And now, Col see, yeah, Colbert knows he's got to win he, this by knockout. Yeah. He just muscled Garcia into the ropes. And the ref yeah. uh, said, knock that, not, not that nonsense off. You know, credit. Uh, look, give credit to Colbert, at least. He knows what he needs to do in that particular respect. The number of times you and I have seen fighters come out, know they're down, and just kind of, you know what, I'm going to keep doing what I was doing and then act pissy about the decision. Uh, what was get that? a lot of those. What was that, 89-83 that I just saw? Uh, might be left to be lower than 83. Let me see what bad left took Scott. I'm in the wrong article. That's the problem. <laughs> that would do it. All right. Um, uh, okay. Farhood has it. Eighty. Farhood has it. Um, eighty-nine to eighty-one. Okay. Yeah, Garcia's got a very comfortable lead here. I mean, I well, again, for whatever value you want to give Farhood. But yeah, he, Colbert needs to finish. I would not uh, necessarily tell him the coast of victory, but it seems like he's got this one pretty much wrapped up. You don't have... Uh, he's now past the point where he needs to do anything dramatic, but you just keep doing what you're doing, and it's working for you. He get left there from Garcia, and he's got Colbert backed into the corner again. Yeah, and there he is opening up on him. He's not finding much success, but Colbert's not really making him pay for these flurries, and that stuff just adds up. So after the at the end of that combination, he tied up because you know he assumed that Colbert was going to return fire, and he caught him, you know, uh, caught him before he did. But right. Colbert didn't put up much of a fight in the clinch either, which tells me he's no the. Beat. I I think I think the clinch uh, we saw it earlier in. Uh, earlier in the fight, the first time they actually started clinching, that favored Garcia pretty heavily. I think he has a physical strength advantage. Colbert is, oof, he is not doing well, man, as this 10th round draws to a close. I mean, yeah, Colbert looks like he doesn't want to be here anymore. You can see him trying to get his uh, to get his uh, what a frustration mentality that is. back. You're, you're you're slated for a legitimate title fight against somebody, and then he gets you know called off injury, illness, active mysterious God. virus of unknown origin. Right, 
and then so they put you in there with a the guy and it's like okay you just need to you know win this fight and you're right back to where you need to be and then this is and then he this loses. is part he, of the re- this is part of the reason you don't see short notice fights in boxing that often mm-hmm. just to be candid guys don't want to give up on their uh their potential title shots to say nothing of the guys stepping in on short notice who tend to risk getting badly tuned up and losing more than that okay well i want to uh talk to everyone here who's listening on our History of Boxing, Facebook page, W2M Facebook page, Twitch, Rattlers and Broadcasting, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. want to say thank you for tuning in and joining us. We do one of these usually every either Friday or Saturday night. Um, I tend to not be able to do the ones in the afternoon because they're always on days I have to work. So we, uh, we thank you. And if you have comments, if you've got some things you want to share with us, we're more than happy to address them. Sometimes I put them up on the board. Sometimes I just read them out. But uh, we're always happy to engage with friends here on social media. Anything other than a long string of profanity, you will be addressed. Or a Bible verse. No Bible verses. Keep the keep keep that lovely stuff to yourself. Um, and true story, by the way. Anyway, so we're back to the There's fight always here. Always somebody. Where we are, thirty seconds into round eleven of twelve. So I believe my scorecard at the moment reads one hundred seven to one hundred one for Garcia. Right, Garcia. Continuing with a very comfortable lead here on the scorecards. Who is still pressing forward, and Colbert is not able to make his movement amount to much of anything. Yeah, he's... Colbert's not great under fire the longer this has gone on. I mean, he's done a decent job anytime they actually get into the pocket, but some of the stuff at distance, Colbert tends to pull back with his chin still available to be hit. And Garcia's found him a couple of times. Once again, we are in 11 of 12. We don't quite have a winner just yet, but as we've been saying for quite some time now, for those of you just joining us, uh, Garcia has a comfortable lead on the scorecards. He has at least one knockdown in the middle of the fight, and Colbert is having all kinds of difficulty trying to make something happen here. Garcia has been, if nothing else, consistent in this fight. Yeah, he he has been a model of just swinging the axe at the tree, man. He's just here, and he's still doing what he's doing, and he has, through persistence, made it work for him, and you know, good on him. Our friends have left you a message on the uh, on Facebook. On the oh, screen. which ones? No, on, on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Interesting uh, that you would choose that particular verse to reference that, given what it says, but... <laughs> Uh, anyway, Garcia saw stalking Colbert now as we get into the last minute of round 11. Yeah, I might have I might have gotten off on my count at one point because I think I think I'm going to be one set 107 101 at the end of this round. Okay, if there's 30 seconds left of this round and Colbert is, is standing there in the ring going, come on. And Colbert just looked at looked at him from across the way. And Garcia is yeah, he's stalking him down. It's I don't know what Colbert's trying to accomplish here. Like you no. don't want the firefight. The guy's still coming at you, so you're not he's not sitting back on his lead in the way that you might be trying to induce a brawl because he's protecting it. I I really don't know what Colbert's on about here with some of these antics. Unless he's trying to protect the brand. All right, that is the end of round 11, and I think that's another one to Garcia. Yeah, pretty, without a whole lot of controversy there. So, yeah, after that round, I'm 117-101. 
Oof. I believe would be how the math on that works out. And we're going into the final round, and Colbert needs a miracle. Yeah, Colbert needs a knockdown, needs a knockout, really. Yeah, he, he needs a stoppage. And um, at this point, Colbert's, you know, we mentioned it earlier that Garcia's punching power for a long time didn't trouble Colbert until he was able to catch him with one that he didn't see coming. Right. Real Got quick. Uh, just a little bit there. <laughs> very good, but, Robert. March, hey, March 19th, Stuart Lang is jumping into the alternative commentary booth with me because, boy, do we like crazy heavyweight fights. So if we can find this Thor, Thor versus Eddie fight somewhere, we will be uh, calling it. But in the meantime, a very I serious fight. I wish you fight. the best of luck. I understand. Dan Lasby and I will be doing the Edward Berlanga versus Steve Rolls fight on ESPN. And we are in round 12, and Garcia is opening fire once again. Yeah, Work, one of the workmanship like pace here for one Garcia. Of the things, one of the things that's important when you get a lead like this, some people try to protect it too much and they stop doing all the things that made them successful. You still have to do what was made, all the things that got you to that point. You just have to be a little bit more measured in your risk assessment, but you don't stop fighting entirely. You keep doing all the things that got you the big lead you have, and that's what Garcia is doing thus far here. He's still chipping away. He's still getting in Colbert's face. He's still making him punch at him. They're still clinching up, and he's still wearing on him. You know, all the things that have brought him all the success, he is still employing, rather than trying to just dance around and not uh, and overly protect a lead. If you start deviating from a successful game plan, that's when things can go wonky. We are down to less than two minutes, and... You said it before, Colbert needs a miracle. What he needs to do is, okay, at this point, you have expended the time you have for dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he cannot afford to do this. Where was this, where was this fleet of foot and, you know, jumping, skipping around uh, at the beginning of the fight where it would have made sense to do it? When you, when you could have avoided all those times you were pushed into the ropes or into the corner and then bombed on despite having your guard up. See, I hate fights like this where they fight all backwards. You start off this way where you have time <laughs> to work, not get to the end of the fight and go, all right, now is my time. No, that should have been 10, 11 rounds ago. And Garcia's like, are we going to fight? Or are you going to, you know, you're going to skip around the periwinkles? Yeah, Gar which is kind of smart by Garcia. He's still indicating that he's in the fight. Mm -hmm. Garcia, you know, for look, we talked about gas tanks. We said, oh, you know, is Colbert just going to wear him out? Garcia looks fresh. Like, he's, I don't really he, see a lot. Like, he looked a little tired. Um, yeah, he, he definitely got a bit winded at one point. But, right. you know, the, the knockdown that he scored seems to have helped him find his second wind about a round and a half earlier than you well, might normally find. Also, it, so. Colbert's not putting any pressure on yeah, him. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. When Colbert was doing the guard up, walk forward, make you punch, make you work, that was getting to him. Uh, now that he's not forcing him to do anything, Garcia's got can fight at this pace even when he's tired pretty comfortably it seems so we have a, one of our friends here is like don't knock garcia we're not <laughs> garcia won won this fight comfortably and i'm here for it I, at this point who i'm knocking is colbert who went into this whole fight ass backwards and and just let his opportunity slip right through his fingers yeah he really threw some very very questionable decision making 
And then that knockdown, man, that really seems to have broken his spirit more than anything else. But you do see at this point, again, as, as that as the last round was winding down, like what Colbert should have been doing in the second and third in terms of moving and making Garcia miss and whatnot. Mm. And instead he chose not to, and he's going to lose this fight because of it. All right. Well, we are about ready to catch the scores here for this. We hope you've, uh, for those, if you've never watched this before and you found this and were like, hey, I'll see what these two people are all about. We're here, like I said, almost every weekend doing something, either MMA or wrestling or boxing. Uh, and we'll be back again Friday and Saturday night for the ESPN fight and then the UFC uh, as they take the gloves off and we get ready to hear the scores. So, what are the odds that Clucky strikes? Just throwing it out there. I, you know, I got <laughs> I got distracted doing the work of doing this podcast to make that joke, but I was like, all right. So clearly, you know, as we see, you know, Garcia who put in just uh, a workman like repetition, he really put the pressure on Colbert. So I'm thinking 120 to zero Canelo. So for the record, I'm like 117 to 100. I think okay, somewhere in that, somewhere in that range. Hey, speaking but, of which, did you see they announced Canelo versus Dimitri Bivol for May 7th? Yeah, I saw that. That's that's an interesting one. Uh, I still like Canelo, but the size disparity, and Bivol has a great jab. That could easily give Canelo a lot of problems. We have, uh, we have a new fan of our, our podcast here, so I, I put it in the comments, but also I'll acknowledge it on the air. Thank you. You know, I, if you are just now learning about us and you're going to and you're going to put a follow in we certainly appreciate you we really do um so like us on facebook follow us on twitch follows are free on twitch and they help us out tremendously indeed. Uh, we have a we have a youtube channel you can subscribe to if you'd like to stay up to date on all the stuff we do it all helps so we thank you very very much for that all the rattledium uh, we're still waiting on uh, an announcement for the winner so hold tight we'll get you in just a second if you're waiting for us to announce the, it, it. An extra five grand is being passed out to each judge as we speak here. <laughs> That's what, what we're waiting for, waiting for the cash you're, to come out. The winner of this fight between Colbert and Garcia is Josh, is Josh Taylor. <laughs> Josh Taylor, with an honorable mention to Canelo, he would have been my second choice. <laughs> because boxing. Mm -hmm. I mean, let me take the temperature. I haven't checked Twitter since we've been doing this. So let me take the temperature of the old social media and see what people are thinking. Yeah. Garcia wins. All right. Um, all right. So officially he won by unanimous decision, Hector Garcia. So good on him. Uh, good. They got it right. Do we have the, hang on. Let me see if we can get the scores. Hang on. Cause I'm a hair behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking to see bad. Okay, hang on. I hang keep on. going a bit. Hang bad. on. Uh, two one eighteens to one oh nine. Okay. Uh, one one eighteen, uh, one one seventeen to one oh eight. Oh yeah, I would have been one oh eight. Don't know why I. All right. Um, I, I got the math wrong on that so badly, but I did. So my mistake there. All right, so next up is Roger, Ra, Robert Gutierrez now against Hector Garcia whenever they decide to make that fight. So just sure once is. again, going over the calendar real quick. Friday, March 4th, when you're done seeing the Batman, come hang out with us on ESPN. 
for Jose Ramirez versus Jose Pedra, um, Pedraza. That'll be myself and Dan Lasby, my other boxing buddy. Friday night, uh, Saturday night is Covington versus Masvidal in the UFC. We're covering that. We're going to skip a week. Myself and Stuart Lang, because we love heavyweights. We're going to cover the Thor versus Eddie fight in the middle of the day. And then in the evening, serious business. We're back on ESPN for uh, Edward Belanga versus uh, Steve Rolls. And then um, the week after that, what happened here? Um, Jesus Christ, my calendar is all over the place. Okay. Uh, Just a bit. <laughs> all right. And then there's nothing the following week that I will be around for. And then we're into, uh, we'll be taking a week off um, because we got WrestleMania coming up. I will be covering, allegedly, a, the Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor Ooh. on Friday night, April 1st with Bill Why Yankovy. would you do why would you do that to yourself, Mark? With Bill Yankovy of That Wrestling Show. And then uh, we will be doing NXT, Stand and Deliver uh, in the middle of the day. And then WrestleMania Night 1. And then WrestleMania Night 2 in terms of live coverage. Uh, April is a stacked... After we get through WrestleMania, though, it's a stacked uh, month of boxing. My, we will be covering the Spence Ugas fight. Uh, that'll be myself and Dan Lasby. Uh, yeah, they had they had Ugas on the on the analyst desk at one point between fights to try and hype that up. Presumably, um, if it's not Dan Lasby myself, then Robert Winfrey and I, somebody in me, definitely somebody in me, will be covering uh, Tyson Fury versus Dillian White. Uh, that's taking place over in London, and then depending April on the time of day, and if I have something else, if I don't have any, as long as I don't have anything else that's uh, kind of interfering with that, I'm potentially perfectly willing to watch Tyson Fury beat the breaks off of that guy because... really injured dillian white shoulder uh and finally... <laughs> white has i don't want to say white has no shot mm -hmm. but he's about as close to a no hoper in that scenario i mean dillian white's a good enough heavyweight boxer i don't mean to disparage mm -hmm. him in that respect but we're talking about him against tyson fury in particular and if deontay wilder's power punches can't put tyson fury down to end it yeah whites can't and whites not nearly the technical boxer that fury is so right and then uh, finally uh for the month of april the oscar valdez versus shakur stevenson fight uh that's going to be on espn and that'll be me and dan lasby once again that's our boxing stuff for right now uh this week leading into batman we have a whole bunch of batman shows that we are re-airing today um up in the archives right now is everyone is uh Robert's discussion of the Batman Rogues Gallery on his old Everyone Loves a Bad Guy podcast. Tomorrow, we're re-airing our coverage. Our episode is, what, eight years old at this point? Roughly, yes. Uh, we'll be doing our um, review of Batman Hush. Uh, we will be airing a review of Batman White Knight. Uh, then the a review of the two Tim Burton movies. Then the Dark Knight trilogy from Chris Nolan. Then the animated Dark Knight Returns movies. And then finally, on March 4th, the day Bat the Batman actually comes out, we will have our review of the first volume of Batman the Animated Series. And then some other comics and other Batman things that we did, some stuff we did for the Joker the following week. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, Mark it, is desperate for synergy. Indeed. So, yeah, man, um, check it out. 
if you've you know liked the boxing stuff, you want to see what other movies and TV and comics and heavy metal albums that we've reviewed, check out our archive. As Robert said, uh, please like and subscribe. It helps us out tremendously, and then you'll get all the notices when all of our stuff drops. Robert, go ahead and do your plugs, and we'll get out of here. All right. I cover professional wrestling a few nights a week over at 411mania.com. AEW's Dark Elevation on Monday, MLW's thing on Thursday, whatever they happen to be releasing, and WWE SmackDown on Friday. This last one was a chore. It was <laughs> saved entirely by the main event contract signing between Roman and Brock when Roman went a little bit nuts. Uh, was nice to see, actually. He's He's got the Godfather intimidation thing down pat. So watching him go just a little bit crazy... Uh, I kind of, I kind of dug it. I, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed that. All right. The rest of the show was skippable. I also cover mixed martial arts action. So before we got around to this one, I had covered the UFC event that took place. It was UFC on ESPN plus 59 or 69. I want to say 59. Or was it 60? Might've been actually 60. Also known as UFC Vegas. 49 sorry the, the ufc has like eight different naming schemes they could believably <laughs> use and they never are consistent it was fight night 202 if you want to go by that metric so enjoy <laughs> uh headline headlined by islam makashev and bobby green so if you're interested in that you can find my full report in the mma zone of 411mania.com mark mentioned i'll be covering ufc 272 next saturday headlined by hori mosfidal and colby covington in a fairly significant grudge match that will result in two and a half rounds of wrestling from Covington, and then just not a lot after that. <laughs> uh, and again, co-main uh, co event of Rafael dos Anjos and Rafael Fiziev, so that's a pretty good fight as well. If you want an in-depth breakdown of all the things that happened in the world of mixed martial arts and the preview of the upcoming week, I host the 411 Ground and Pound MMA podcast. I record it late Sunday evenings. It goes live Monday, so you can start your week the right way. If you're so inclined, you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts and just to punch it in, you can find me and you can listen to me talking about mixed martial arts. So if you enjoyed my insight to the extent that I have any in boxing, you can listen to my insight in MMA to the extent that I have any. And I deeply appreciate any and all of that that you're able to uh, do if any of that strikes your fancy. And Mark mentioned, I also am the co-host of Damn You Hollywood. So whenever we talk movies, I'm there and you can listen to us. Talk yep. film. We reviewed the Uncharted adaptation last week, and boy, what a turkey that movie is! <laughs> and it made Robert sad. Uh, a a week, from, a week from this Tuesday. Yeah, if you've enjoyed the little repartee between myself and Mr. Robert Winfrey, we can usually find this every Tuesday night at nine o'clock, reviewing whatever the new movie of the week is. This week we have off because I don't have time to go see Studio Six Six Six. Quite frankly, uh, so we'll be back for the Batman, the Batman. As opposed uh, to the as opposed to the other Batman. Yes, as opposed to Batman, the Dark Knight, et cetera, et cetera. All right, folks. You no, know, I'm really sad that we haven't gotten a Man Bat movie. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. That's all for me. I'm driving. For Robert Winfrey, I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave. <laughs>